0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Take the blinders from our eyes Take the blinders from our ears, Father So that we may know you, Father Let us see you and know you in spirit and in truth, Father Let us come to you, Father, in spirit and in truth Worshiping you, Father Not for our own gain, Lord Or for our own pleasure, Lord But that we can bring you praise and glory, Father And the honor that you deserve It says in... um, Hosea chapter 2 verse 14 Therefore behold I will allure her Will bring her into the wilderness And speak comfort to her I will give her her vineyards from there In the valley of Akhor As a door of hope She shall sing there In the days of her youth As in the day when she came up From the land of Egypt And it shall be in that day Says the Lord that you will call me my husband, and no longer call me my master, for I will take from her mouth the names of the boughs, and they shall be remembered, they shall be remembered by their name no more, with the beasts of the field, with the birds of the air, and with the creeping things of the ground, bow and sword of battle I will shatter from the earth, to make them lie down safely. I will betroth you to me forever, Yes, I will betroth you to me in righteousness and justice, in loving kindness and mercy. I will betroth you to me in faithfulness, and you shall know the Lord. And it shall come to pass in that day that I will answer, says the Lord. I will answer the heavens, and they shall answer the earth. The earth shall answer with grain, with new wine, and with oil, and they shall answer Jezreel. And I will sow her for myself in the earth And I will have mercy on her Whom had not obtained mercy And then I will say to those who were not my people You are my people And they shall say You are my God You know tonight um, I don't know where you're listening from Whether you're In the United States um, Canada, Australia The Soviet Union China um, wherever you're at tonight, you need to know that the Lord Jesus loves you, that the Lord Jesus died for you, that regardless of what you have done, what you are doing, it really doesn't matter to him. Tonight, um, we're going to attempt to see him in a new way to, as Jason Upton is saying, come up higher so we can see ourselves through his eyes. So we can understand and we can know him, and through knowing him, we can actually see ourselves and see ourselves not as the way the world sees us, not as the way that we see ourselves, but the way that he sees us. Because he said, behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called children of God. You know, tonight, wherever you're at, the Father has said that you are a child of God. It doesn't matter what your friends say, what your parents say, what your spouse says. You're a child of God if you call upon the name of the Lord. And the you know the, the Bible says that whoever who, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You know the Lord Jesus Christ died to free us from the bondage of sin and to grant you eternal life and to give you a relationship with Him and the Father. And it's free, it's a gift You don't have to earn it, you can't earn it All you can do is accept the love of the Father And, you know, a lot of people may have not have spent time telling you that Jesus loves you Or you may have heard it way too much And it seemed completely without meaning and completely without purpose And it seemed like something people just said to you because they, it was the right thing to say But I want to tell you tonight, um... That is true That the price that the Lord Jesus Paid for you is beyond measure And beyond comprehension That he would lay down his own life For you and For the entire world And he's seeking you He's looking for you He's longing and searching after you That he can find you And that he can bring you Into his presence You know some people Um don't believe in having a relationship with God They believe that you get saved um, You say some prayer and that's it And then you live your life um, But I'm here to tell you that it's a. It can be different if you want it to be You know the Lord said draw near to me And I will draw, draw near to you If you want to have a, an actual relationship with the Lord If you want to seek Him He said if you seek me you will find me He said call upon me And I will answer you and show you great and mighty things you know not of If that's the kind of relationship you want with the Lord You know it's the same kind of relationship he's always wanted with you It says in Jeremiah chapter 1 he said The Lord God said before I formed you in the womb I knew you Before you were born I sanctified you I ordained you You know the Lord God looked at you Preconception And while you were in your mother's womb And he called you by name And he declared a purpose Over your life You may never have had a purpose You never never thought it really mattered And that you were just drifting through this life Sort of aimlessly Just living your life waiting for Whatever Well I'm here to tell you that the Lord God He has a purpose for your life And your life isn't meaningless. It's completely to the contrary. Your life has more purpose than you could ever possibly grasp. But it starts with your biggest purpose is to have a relationship with him, to know him. This is Prayer International Radio. Our call-in number is 619-638-8458. If you need prayer for anything, if you want to talk about anything, give us a call. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. To be here in my home tonight, which is an amazing blessing. Even though he's staring at me, it makes me feel sort of awkward. <laughs> but anyway, so where were we? Uh, so tonight, um, Holy Spirit, lead us any way you want to, um, Father. Do something tonight, something miraculous in the lives of the people who are listening. Holy Spirit. Reveal to these people the Lord Jesus Christ Okay, so um I guess we'll start it the right way um, If anybody's out there needs healing for anything um, You know, the Bible says that by his stripes we're healed And, um, you know, when the Lord says something in the word of God It's usually not just him saying something, it's for a reason, and it's true and accurate, because it's the word of God. And when he said that by his stripes we were healed, there's um, an incredible amount of power in that. He said, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and it shall be opened to you. He said, you have not because you ask not. Um, And so I know there's a lot of people out there um, who are listening who have different types of infirmities, whatever they are. Um, Whether you have a step toe or whether you have cancer, you know, it really doesn't matter that much um, because it's the same blood of Jesus. It says, by his stripes we are healed. So we're going to pray and we're going to believe that right now that you're going to be touched by the Holy Spirit and you're going to be healed. Not because um, I'm a great prayer um, or a great minister, not because um, of some anointing from this broadcast, um, but solely because of who he is and because we believe his word to be true. So I want you to take one of your hands and place it over whatever part of your body that is in need of healing. For the man or lady out there who has cancer, place your hand on the part of your body that has cancer. Father God, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, Lord, we ask for complete and total healing. Over this person from the top of their heads To the soles of their feet Lord Father right now in the name of Jesus Christ We repeat the spirit of cancer and we command it to go In the name of Jesus You see It's not about the words It's about the name of Jesus There is power in the name of Jesus Because he was given the name that was exalted above every name That at the name of Jesus every knee should bow And every tongue should confess That he is Lord to the glory of God the Father Father, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, Lord, we ask for complete and total healing over these people, Lord. Over their feet and their arms, Lord, over their chest and over their lungs, Father, over their lower intestines. Father, complete and total healing, Father, every migraine gone. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Father, every back infirmity gone, Father, every back pain, every back muscle gone. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, we thank you for complete and total healing over them, Lord. Holy Spirit, thank you for touching them right now, Father. Lord, we ask, God, that you would be glorified right now in the name of Jesus Christ. So we have a um, prayer request. Um, Fiona... Um, wants us to pray for her marriage and that she find godly people in her life. Um, and that can actually speak to this quite a deal. Um, you know, the Bible says he who finds a wife finds a good thing. And, um, you know, I found my good thing a very long time ago. Um, when I met her, I didn't really think that she was my good thing. I didn't know that she was my good thing. Um, but we got married anyway And she and I found out she really was my good thing And the Lord set me up Because he knew You know it says the steps of the risers are the order of the Lord And a man will plan his ways But the Lord will direct his steps And the Lord knew what he was doing When he brought my wife Rebecca into my life Because she is my good thing um, The most godly Most amazing thing in my life um, You know A very long time ago I have a friend named Chris Kay Who Said that you'll know you find the perfect person in your life When years down the road you can look back And you can honestly say that you're with that person Not because of your own works And not because of anything you could have done But because of the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ And you know the Father will bring people together And to the bonds of marriage And you know here at Prayer International we believe Um that marriage is um, permanent um till death do you part <clears throat> because you know what that's what Jesus said he said in the, when they asked him about the divorce, he said it was in the beginning, it was not so um, and i I know for a fact that the Lord can take someone and he can change their heart. you know he changed the heart of Pharaoh. He he hardened the heart of Pharaoh, and you know the Bible says he raises kings and lowers kings. And you know the Lord looks at our hearts; He doesn't look at the outward appearance like men do, because you know we're always looking at people and we're making first judgments based on how they look or how they talk or how they sound or how they smell or whatever. But you know the Lord looks at someone, and the first thing He does is He looks at their heart, and He sees the heart. And, you know, he can change the heart. He can shape it and move it and form it and fashion it. And for all of us, he's shaping and forming and fashioning us like a sculptor into the image of the Lord Jesus Christ. <coughs> so, no matter who the person is, if we pray, if we believe, if we trust the Lord, then we can see him perform great and amazing miracles in the lives of our loved ones. It doesn't matter if it's a son who's addicted to drugs or is in a gang. It doesn't matter if it's a daughter who's in the middle of prostitution. You know, you need to see see that person as the Lord sees him, as a special creation that He made for fellowship with Him. And then you need to trust the Lord that He has a plan. You know, He said, "I know the thoughts I have for you, thoughts of good and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope." You know, the Bible says that he has given us and he has a future and a hope for us. It says, my people, perish for lack of knowledge and for lack of purpose, for lack of a vision. And it's because we don't know the purpose and the vision that the Lord has for us. And so we go astray so many times and we go so many different directions because we don't know the road that we're supposed to be on. And so, Father God, Lord, only you really know him his husband's heart father so lord in the name of jesus christ father lord i pray you would completely and totally turn their heart towards you father that you would speak to his inner man father Father, as the still waters, Lord, that you would speak to him, Father, draw him into your presence, Father, draw him out into your presence, Lord. Father, I ask that you would flood her life with godly men and women, Father, from the north, from the south, from the east and the west, Father, that you would cause men and women and children of God, Father, Who love and praise your name, Father, to come to her, Lord, to give her fellowship, Father, to give her counseling, to give her guidance and mentorship, Father, to just be friends with the Lord, that you would put those people in her life, Father, that can edify and exhort her, Father, and who can magnify you. Father, thank you for her life, Father. Thank you for the anointing that you have placed on her, Father. Thank you for the calling that you have placed on her, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So you know, um, like I said earlier on the broadcast, it's been um close to six months since I did this broadcast, and not quite sure if it's because I just um got worn out because um you know life happens um things happen, you get to the point um when you're really busy in life and you have jobs and family and kids. And, you know, the Bible says, talks about being blessed when you you have a, a quiver full of kids, which is like um, a container that arrows are in. And, you know, I have so many because I have four. Um, and so, you know, life is busy, um, having even 30 minutes to an hour of free time, That's really free is rare And even when you do have it It's even more rare that we actually use it for the Lord Um, And, you know, over the last six months um, You know, my um, time with the Lord has been pretty limited um, Because of being so busy And so it's pretty much the time on the train or in the car And the elevator is the moments I have with the Lord And having my thoughts constantly as much as possible, um, upon him, you know, Chris, um, I was talking to him earlier and he made a statement that, or we were both talking about it and I don't remember who said it, but it was like, you know, we do these broadcasts and it's like an hour to two hours of time with the Lord Jesus and with whoever out there is listening, um, which is great because it's sort of like, um, our family, all of you people who are listening, um. Because we know you love the Lord Jesus Christ And then we know there's Those among you who the Lord has Had tuned into this broadcast Whether you were just flipping through the Different um, Stations they have on Block Talk Or you went to our website Or who knows how you actually ended up Listening tonight, it could be an archive We Just trust the Lord that you'll be Edified and blessed, but you know We were talking, you know, it's like we do these broadcasts, and it's two hours of prayer and worship and seeking the Lord, and you know it's amazing. And then you miss a day, and then it's like, okay, well that day I only had like five or ten minutes with the Lord. And then you keep missing days, and you realize how much time's lacking and the time you spend with the Lord. This was because when you spend a lot of time with the Lord, your life completely changes. Your outlook changes. Because you're seeing everything through His eyes And through the experience that you have with Him I firmly believe you can't be in the presence of God and not be changed You walk into a room or into an elevator And you can tell when someone has been in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ Um, There's been multiple times in my life where I've walked... to someone or talk to someone and, you know, there's just something about them, something in their eyes and have known immediately that they had been in the presence of the Lord. And, um, you know, we desire that not just for some kind of outward show, but to have that kind of relationship with Him, to be intimate with Him, to know Him as He has known us. Anyway, um, this is Prayer International Radio Our call in number is 619-638-8458 If you need prayer for anything, give us a call We're going to take a quick break And we'll be right back mm-hmm.
2: I heard your Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Chris have been Serving the Lord For uh, What seems like most of our lives Um, Chris just said 22 years Um, You know it's a long time To know the Lord Um, I had the Amazing honor Of having the Lord children in my life When I was really young Um, Years before I knew who he was Really Really you know, there's a, another verse in Hosea I just saw. It said, in um, Hosea 11:7, it says, "My people are bent on backsliding from me, though they call to me to the Most High, none of, at all exalt him." You know, it seems like um, in this world, there's a lot of people who use the name of the Lord, but none exalt him, none give him what's due to him. You know, Jesus said. Um, When they asked him about, I guess, taxes, he said, um, given to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and God the things that are God's. You know, the Bible says to present your bodies as living sacrifices to the Lord. You know, um, our lives don't belong to us anymore. They belong to him because we were bought with a price. We were once slaves to the world, slaves to sin, slaves to the enemy, um, forever bound in bondage until the power of the blood of Jesus Christ set us free and um, but you know so for 20 something years now me and Chris have been serving in the Lord and um, just so you know this isn't um, I guess um, these broadcasts I used to say it in the past and it's been a while since I've done one of these broadcasts so I'll just like reiterate that um, we don't really do much structure, anything. I mean, we may have ideas of what to talk about, and tonight I had none. Um, but most of the time, pretty much all the time, we just trust in the Holy Spirit to lead us and to give us revelation and to what direction He's going at that particular moment based on whomever it is that He had to listen that night or whoever is going to be listening. And so every night we do these broadcasts, um, we're just as surprised to you as what comes out of our mouth. Um, because we trust the Lord, we trust the Holy Spirit and we know that the words that He gives to us will be um right for the season that we're in. Um so sometimes it may seem that we ramble on or just tell stories, but um, I trust that the Lord has His reasons and purposes for it, or even not, He'll use it for His own glory. Um, you know, that's the power of the Lord. You know, um, on the day of, Pente- of Pentecost, the disciples went out from the upper room after receiving the Holy Spirit and being endued with power from on high. And They were praying and speaking, and every person in the crowd from different nations and um, counties, or not counties, I guess they didn't have those back then, but from every district in Providence, um, different nationalities, different languages, all heard what they were saying in their own language, and they marveled at it. We don't marvel at things like that because we know the power of God, who raised his own son, Jesus Christ, from the dead. And seated him at his his right hand So um, You know For 22 years me and Chris have um, Been seeking the Lord um, As best as we could Um, Some days good Some days bad Some days we've been really close to the Lord Some days we haven't been Some days it seems like We're so far off from the Lord That we'll never find him In reality, it's more of a perspective thing because he never moves. You know, I remember driving in the car once and looking out the window, and I had been watching some TV show about, like, if there was a Holocaust and nuclear bombs went off, and all of a sudden I had one of those really weird moments of clarity where I realized that even if the Earth were to pass away, which someday it will, But he would remain. He would be the rock, the fortress. He would be the permanency because he changes not. The Bible says that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The same as he was when he spoke and created life and created light. the same that he will be when this world is nothing and we're in eternity, either with the Lord or without the Lord. He's not going to change. And so wherever you're at in your life, whether you're having the most amazing time with the Lord or maybe you haven't talked to the Lord in a year or two or who knows, you know, he hasn't changed. He's still there. You know, the Bible says that he's as close as the words that are coming out of your mouth. Um, And um, churches sometimes They talk about him being omnipresent Which means the Lord is everywhere Um, But I'd like to think of it As that he's so big That he fills everything You know it says he's the one who fills all in all And you know he said The psalmist David said Where can I go from your spirit Or where can I flee from your presence And the truth is There really isn't a place you can go From the Lord um, you can stop thinking about Him Just so that He's not in your thoughts Which is what happens when you sin um, Is that sin takes your mind off the Lord And you no longer think about Him um, You know, Christmas was just recently And I've spent a lot of time thinking about Things like Christmas and holidays And, you know, um, I've read in history um Books and stuff that Jesus May not have necessarily been born on December 25th which is fine Um, But it's not so much The actual date it's the Meaning behind the date You know I always thought it was pretty stupid when people Would go around saying Jesus is the reason For the season because I thought it was really corny I still sort of do Um, But the truth is that there's Actual truth in it Because, you know, um, in the Old Testament with the children of Israel, who were pretty much there for an example to us and for the rest of the world in a way, you know, the Lord set down feasts and festivals and um, what we would call holidays now, like the Passover, and told them to keep it so they wouldn't forget because if you turn in your Bibles all the way back to the beginning, there was a point right before the flood where men forgot. They got so busy and so caught up in their lives and and doing whatever pleased them that they slowly started to forget about the Lord. And so they thought about Him maybe once in a while and then they didn't think about Him anymore. The sun would rise, and the sun would set, and they hadn't thought about him at all. And sooner or later, it just stopped. They didn't teach their children about the Lord. And even though he never changed, their perspective of him changed. And the world became exceedingly wicked. And, you know, now men and women are fighting as hard as they can to remove Every mention of the Lord from the world But it doesn't matter Because he's not going to change There's always going to be those many women out there Who know who he is As the Bible says I know in whom I have believed I know in whom I have placed my trust I know that he's my Savior, my Lord My Counselor, my Shepherd, my High Priest My all in all so anyway back to the story Um, so me and Chris have been serving the Lord for a long time and um, we've gone to various different churches and off and on um, sometimes we've been really close friends sometimes we have spent years without talking but always serving the Lord always seeking him always in our hearts knowing him to be the only thing that would give us fulfillment and hope and meaning because knowing that our lives are hidden in Him, that He's the reason for everything, the reason for breathing, I remember reading about Catherine Coleman, who was an evangelist, healing minister um, a long time ago, and I remember one time she stood up. I read about her standing up in her um, in front of her pulpit on the stage and. Looking out at the crowd and starting to weep. And she looked out on the crowd and said something to the effect of, don't you understand? He's all that I have. Don't grieve him. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit. And what me and Chris have learned over the course of our lives with him is that there is anything real in this world, it's him. And that he's more real than anything we can see. Because you see the the earth and all of it, all the things we see um, are passing away. But he remains forever. The Bible says in Hebrews that we understand that the worlds were created with things that are not seen. Because you know there's a spiritual world out there that we can't behold with our physical eyes. You need spiritual eyes for that. And those are the things that are permanent. Those are the things that are lasting. And so after 22 years, um, you know, we had gone to churches and been in church. And, um, you know, I even went to a um, Bible college, which I never finished for one reason or another. Um, And we'd never been ordained. And... Never actually finished. Never got the actual certificate saying, "Hey, you're a preacher of the gospel," which never really mattered. I remember um, when I was a really, really young kid, and I first pretty not too long after I got saved. I remember I was so on fire from the Holy Spirit, so longing for Him, for His presence, that I used to like stay up in my room and listen to TV preachers. And I would listen to these same sermons so many times, I would pretty much memorize them. And, you know, I remember there was an evangelist named Dwight Thompson. And and one of his messages that I remember from back then, the only one um, that I remember, is that he was talking about the Titanic. And... You know, he said, um, he was talking about there was this preacher on board the Titanic and who had a spot on one of the lifeboats, and when the Titanic was sinking, um, his friend asked him to get in the lifeboat, and he said, no, you take my spot and give it to someone else. I know where I'm going, but I want to take as many people with me when I get there. And so he gave up a spot on the lifeboat and stayed there, and when the ship was going down, he could be seen holding the hands of passengers and crewmen leading him to the lord jesus christ and Even after that, um he was found in the water clinging to a piece of something furniture or whatever, from person to person, asking him, "Have you been saved?" And if someone said they hadn't, they said, then believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. You know, Dwight Thompson in that message said, how would you like to be known that the last thing that anybody saw you do was you were leading someone to the Lord Jesus Christ? Because that's all that matters. You know, he said the only thing better than going to heaven is to take someone with you. The only thing better than being saved Is to get someone else saved he said And I don't know if this will mean anything To anybody out there So hopefully it does He said You don't have time to go to Four years of seminary Three years or anything else If you have a calling Get out there and get it done And go after souls And not saying there's anything wrong with Bible college um, There's a great amount of knowledge There's a great amount of um, fellowship that comes From being under the mentorship and the leadership Of men and women of God who are trained And who have lived a life of discipline and serving the Lord But at the same time Sometimes people use that as a crutch That they don't seem they don't see themselves as fit to preach the gospel or anything else because they don't have the training but you know it says in the bible it says that the spirit the holy spirit will teach you concerning all things and um you know it's true the holy spirit will teach you concerning all things and i mean cuz he's the god he's our teacher he's our counselor and You know, here it is in 1 John 2.20, it says, But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. I have not written to you because you do not know the truth, but because you know it, and that no lie is of the truth. Who is a liar but he who denies that Jesus is the Christ? He is the Antichrist who denies the Father and the Son. Whoever denies the Son does not have the Father either. He who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. Therefore, let that abide in you which you have heard from the beginning. If what you have heard from the beginning abides in you, you will also abide in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that He has promised us, eternal life. <clears throat> These things I have written to, you concern, written to you concerning those who try to deceive you. But the anointing which you have received from Him abides in you, and you do not need that anyone teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things, And it's true, and it's not a lie. And just as as it has taught you, you will abide in him. You know, there's some of you out there who you've never been to school, you've never done anything, but you have a desire, and you feel this burning inside of you to tell people about the Lord Jesus Christ, to pray, to intercede on the behalf of nations and kingdoms where you've never been, To lay hands on the sick and to preach the words of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ to people Well, that feeling you have is an anointing from God And it's not something that's earned It's not something that you get from serving men It's something that comes from the calling of the Holy Spirit Because it says that he gave gifts to men Some to be preachers, some pastors, some teachers, some apostles You know, there's some evangelists there is an anointing There is a place for you There is a calling that the Lord God has put upon your life And he will make the path straight in front of you If you're willing to seek him And to serve him to follow after him And so you don't need to be afraid All you need to do You know like he said to Joshua He said <clears throat> Be not dismayed nor be afraid I am with you wherever you go Only be bold and have good courage For I am with you wherever you go And you know you have this anointing To preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ And you don't need any man to approve you You just need him to approve you You know we live in a world where titles um, mean so much um, Where you can have a title And somehow it proves that you're a better person Or that you're more educated or whatever And you know to a certain degree it proves education But a title will never prove an anointing It will never prove a relationship with God For that title Is the one we all have Which is called Being a son of God And you know the Father has placed his hand upon your life And called you As he called the disciples And said come follow me And I will make you fishers of men Whether that's in front of a church Or whether that's on the street corner Or whether it's in your school or in the coffee shop Or wherever it is um, It could be at your family's house Over dinner Where you mention this someone the Lord Or seeing someone who needs to be healed And you knowing the scripture Knowing that the word of God Says that by his stripes we are healed and if, Where it says if you will ask anything In my name I will do it And you lay, want to lay hands On that person and pray for them To see the Lord move in their lives not because you have some amazing healing gift, because the word of God is true. Because if you will take a step of faith and trust Him to fulfill His Word, you know the Bible says that the Holy Spirit followed the disciples, performing signs and wonders, confirming the Word of God. It wasn't because the disciples were great, amazing people. Um, on the contrary Um, According to the world standard, Jesus chose the last people who anybody would ever think should be um, worthy of anything. You know, he never chooses the wise. He never chooses the strong. He chooses the weak. He chooses those in whom he can show himself strong. He chooses those who are able to submit themselves to him, those who don't get a big head about it, those who are understanding To know that everything is from him That everything is about him That he's not willing to share his glory with anybody And that in the end all the praise and all the honor and all the glory Belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ And you know there's those of you out here that feel that you're called To preach the gospel And that is the anointing from the Father That all being said um, So it turns out I have a um, friend Who has asked me to marry them In a month Which is an amazing thing um, And I could either say Now go live in a life of sin It's no big deal Or I could say You know what Go ahead and get married Do something godly And um, But I'm not ordained I've never been ordained Because I never um, Finished college Never stayed in a church Necessarily long enough To be promoted into leadership. Um, But I've always had an anointing from the Father to preach the gospel. From my mother's womb, he called me to preach the good news of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, gospel, that word, um, the letters, G-O-S-P-E-L, God offers sinful people eternal life. You know, tonight, he's he's wanting... Give you revelation into his kingdom into his kingdom purposes He's wanting to give you revelation Into who he is And who he is into your life He's wanting to give you regular revelation into who you are And into the plans and purposes That he has for you You know we can never really know ourselves Until we know him Because He's the potter and we're the clay Until we look at him we can never fully understand Who we are And so tonight I want you to come to him. I want you to seek his face. I want you to seek after him in a way that you never had. Whatever happened five minutes ago or an hour ago or ten days ago, put it in the past. Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind and pressing forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the mark of the high call of God in Christ Jesus, counting all things of loss for the excellence of the knowledge of the Lord. Because there's nothing else that matters outside of him. This is Prayer International Radio, our call in number 619 638 8458. If you need prayer for anything, just give us a call.
0: The deep. Come into the deep. I hear the Father calling us to come into the deep. There's birthing. He's birthing identity in you. He's birthing you into a new place. Come into the deep. Go deeper with him, deeper. in the devil
1: Welcome back to Prayer International Radio So um, I guess we're 30 minutes away from a new year um, So um, Thank you for any of you Out there who are listening to us And so you can be 5 million Different places um, You know it reminds me That um People are going to start making New Year's resolutions. Um, They want to lose weight. They want to quit smoking. They want to do this. They want to do that. So let our New Year's resolution be that we want to seek His face. That, uh, Father, that we want to know You, Lord. That we want to put behind all the things of the past, Father. We want to put behind... The things of the flesh, Father The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes And the pride of life, Father Lord, let us put away anything that's hindering us From being in your presence, Father Lord, as a corporate body of believers, Lord As the body of the Lord Jesus Christ, Father Lord, let us put away everything in our midst, Father That would prevent us from seeing you, Father Anything that would prevent us from hearing your voice, Lord, anything that would grieve your Holy Spirit, Father, remove it far from us, Lord. Father, establish us in righteousness and truth, Lord. Father, that this year, Lord, Father, would be a year for your glory, Lord. That your words would ring out from one corner of the earth to the other, Lord. That you would raise up men, women, and children, Father. To preach your word, Lord. Men, women, and children who only desire, Lord, is to be intimate with you, Father. Those men, women, and children, Father, who are not going to seek the praises of the world, Lord. Who are not going to seek the things of this world, Father. But, Lord, those who are there going to seek your face, Father. For you desire intimacy with us, Father. You desire fellowship with us, Father. You desire us to know you Lord As you have known us Lord That we may know him As he has already known us Father you have known us Our comings and our goings Father Every piece of us Father Every atom in our beings Lord You know it all together Father said so this year Lord Let us seek your face Father Lord, as we choose to draw near to you, Father Lord, draw near to us, Father Bring us into that most holy place, Father The holy of, holy, holiest, the holy of holies, Father Pass the veil, Lord Which was shredded two, Father Which is now made available through The sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ, Father For you said by him and through him We have access to this grace in which we stand Father you said to come boldly To your throne of grace in which we are Accepted in a time of need father And now more than ever father Lord we Lord need your grace Father in this life father We need your presence father We need your anointing we need your words Lord Father as the world becomes Exceedingly corrupted Father Lord the true light father Still shines father Lord, you you said, Father, that we should not be hidden, Lord. That you don't take a candle and light it and put it under a basket, Father. Lord, you said we should be like a city set on a hill, Father, that all should see us, Lord. To expose the works of darkness, Father. To bring the light of the Lord Jesus Christ to those places that are still in darkness, Father. To those lives, Father, that are still in darkness, Lord. And it doesn't really take much to find those places that are in darkness, Father Because they're in our streets, Father They're in our neighborhoods, Lord In our schools, Father In our communities, Lord In our nations Father So raise up laborers, Father For your harvest Raise up those people who will boldly call upon your name, Father Those who will boldly come to your throne Interceding on the behalf Of nations and kingdoms, Father Raise up intercessors In these last times, Father Raise up intercessors In these last times, Lord Raise up those people Who want intimacy with you, Father Raise them up, Father Change our perspective, Father Bring us up higher into your presence, Lord
2: Jacob really longed to be a hero But all I really wanted was a friend I'm the way, the life, the truth Tell me, Jacob, when will the end? Does the strife I have given Jacob's generations.
1: Radio, You know, um, during the broadcast, I was thinking about, um, how much our experiences in life, um, shape us and form our perspective on things and teaches lessons and there's this, um, church I've visited, um, in Keller, Texas and it, um, was a small church, um, not even, uh, sometimes not even 10 people. And I um, had always been in huge churches with huge bands and where walking into a church where you could feel the presence of the Lord wasn't hard. But at this one church, um, there was just two singers and maybe someone on a keyboard and... You know, it didn't seem like the most anointed music. It didn't seem like the most anointed place, but he was still there. And the Lord was teaching me a lesson that that there's not going to always be there someone, there's not going to always be there, be in your life, someone to lead you into his presence. And sometimes you just have to go after him. Sometimes you have to learn to get into the presence of the Lord without the help of anybody else. Because, you know, in the end, it's not about all the people who are around you. It's not about your spouse or your friends or your family or your pastor. Sometimes it's about you and Him. It's about that alone time with you and Him. It's about leaving your church on Sunday morning or Friday or Saturday or Wednesday Walking out to your car and knowing that he's still there, knowing that his presence is still with you, knowing that he's still walking with you, knowing that you get out of your car and you walk in the store or you walk into your house and his presence is still with you. Knowing that when you lay down to go to sleep at night on your bed, his presence is still with you and that when you wake up, his presence is still with you. And knowing when you go to your job and you're going through the building that his presence is still with you. Because he said, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. And his presence is always there. Always available. An ever-present help in a time of need. Or in a time of joy. Because it says there is presence. There's joy. Sorry, it says there's joy in the presence of the Lord. You know, um, that song that we just played, um, Jacob's Dream by Jason Upton, I always loved that song because it really, um, spoke to my heart about being a person who isn't seeking crowds, isn't seeking, um, approval, you know, um, being in ministry, um, You're always wanting to know that people are listening Wanting to know that there's people there And that you're not just wasting your time Or speaking to like dead air or whatever But in the long run it's really not about the crowds Um, In ministry it's about that one person Um, That one person who the Lord has in a particular place At a particular time To hear a particular message that he has ordained for them at that moment in their life, that's going to dramatically and drastically and forever change their lives because the intervention of the Holy Spirit is going to be on the words and touch them in the place of their need. And He's going to meet them where they're at and bring them into a place where they can receive from Him. And so, you know, night after night, we do these broadcasts, and every other um, minister on Blog Talk Radio and in churches, it's not for the huge crowds. It's for that one person who May not know the Lord Jesus Who even if they've heard The name of Jesus their whole life They don't really know him They've heard rumors of him But they don't know The goodness of the Lord You know the Bible says Taste and see that the Lord is good But it's us who have experienced it, Those of us who have been in his presence Those of us who have witnessed And been recipients of his Amazing grace And understand Even if just vaguely The enormity Of the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ That has been poured out into our lives And so it's about the one person And it's about intimacy with him It's about Him you know, it's easy to say. It's um completely different to live it. To make him the focus and goal of your life. I remember in that same church, someone and I may have told this story before, um someone was singing the song, um, and it was Jesus, you're all that I want, Jesus that you're all you're all that I need and like Only a few lines into the song, she stopped and she said she just didn't feel honest saying it because it wasn't true. Because she knew her flesh and she knew herself and she knew that as much as she said out loud that Jesus was all that she wanted and Jesus was all that she needed. She knew it really wasn't true, but she wanted it to be. And, you know, the Lord is not seeking those who are perfect. The Lord is seeking those who are wanting Him, those who desire Him and who are willing to seek after Him. Those who are wanting to draw into his presence, knowing that while they may not be the perfect person, they're perfect in his eyes. Because he has forever perfected those who are being sanctified. And knowing that we stand as righteous in the presence of the living God, not because of our own rights of righteousness, but because of the grace of the Lord. It says in Ephesians, by grace you have been saved through faith. It is not of yourself. It is a gift of God, not of works. lest any man should boast. So it's about intimacy. It's about his presence. Knowing before all, it's him. Knowing when all is said and done and this life is over, it's him. Knowing all the way in through it and between it, where every breath is him. It says in the book of Job that he could withdraw his breath from the world and it would cease to exist. And we know that every breath we have is because of him. Because he breathed into us living life. He breathed into us the breath of life. You know, another lesson, um, I don't know if it's really a lesson that I learned at that um, church, was we were sitting around talking one day About things we wanted from the Lord And things we wanted from our life And our relationship with Him And this one girl um, don't remember her name She said we, were, we got into this conversation About how we constantly talk to Him Or talk about Him When we're in Bible studies and in churches um, And outside of the few minutes That we talk about prayer Um, Or that we are praying um, We never talk to him To the effect that You know we, we say prayers And when we're praying we're addressing him But outside of that It's more like we talk to him Like he's in the third person Like he's not really there And she said you know It would be great if we would get into a service or into our Bible studies, into our homestays or whatever, and we would actually address him as if he's really there, because the Holy Spirit is. It's like you get a chair and you set it aside for him to sit in. And while he may not really necessarily be sitting there, It's the concept of knowing that he's always present. Knowing, he said, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. You know the enormity of that statement. He said, Child, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. As far as the east is from the west, he's removed your sins from you, he's called you a son and a daughter. It says in Ephesians that we are no longer strangers and foreigners, but we are fellow citizens with the saints and the members of the household of God. Today, tonight, at this moment, we are members of the household of God, His chosen people called Serve him called to be in his presence It says That we are seated in the heavenly places In Christ Jesus It's easy to say But it's harder to believe And so one of our New year's resolutions should Be to start believing the word of God That when we read the word of God We claim that it's true But we need to really believe it Take the words of life and consume them and start believing them, start speaking them over our lives and speaking them over the lives of our families and our friends and our cities and our nations and our communities and our world and start spreading the good news of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, gospel God offers sinful people, eternal life. And he has chosen us to be his own people. Jesus said, I no longer call you servants, but I call you friends. Because a servant doesn't know what his master is doing. And tonight, he's wanting to speak to us. He's wanting to speak to you where you're at. He's wanting to open the doors of communication with you. So you can start having Communication with the Lord You can start receiving Him from Him So you can know Him I remember Someone once said that The Holy Spirit was more real Than any person He ever met And that should be one of our goals Is to understand and comprehend Him To know that He is more real than anything And that this is all about Him And it's all for him Anyway, this is Prayer International Radio Our call-in number 619-638-8458 We're going to be back on the air Tomorrow night um, Somewhere between 10 and 10.30 I'm not really sure Um, But if you need prayer In the meantime You can always email us At Prayer International at gmail.com So Father God for all these people Who are listening Lord Father I ask that you would Reveal yourself to them Father Lord in the name of your Son Jesus Christ Father Heal every infirmity Lord Bind the broken Father Release those who are captive Father And above all Jesus be glorified In their lives